DW. The red grouse is found only in the British Isles. For 200 years it's been hunted, which requires a keen eye and skill with the shotgun. Grouse shooting really became fashionable in the late 19th century, with the royal family having frequent visits to Balmoral Castle on Deeside. I took a walk with Ian Thompson, Head of Investigations for the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds in Scotland. This Perthshire grouse moor is a vast, treeless expanse of heather and bog. The killing of game became very attractive to the sort of elite in society and a big money spinner for landowners. With that came attempts to shoot as many grouse as possible. Raptors, birds of prey like this eagle, are a wildlife icon, a symbol of wild nature in Scotland and around the world. But eagles prey on grouse, so back in the 19th century, they had to go. Raptors became the target, if you look at some of the books from some of these estates dating back to the 1890s or the early part of the 20th century, the numbers of birds of prey killed, the eagles, peregrines, harriers, were absolutely eye-watering. Records show 14,000 raptors were killed on just one large hunting estate in less than 50 years, from 1867 to 1911. As apex predators of the sky, raptors control populations of smaller animals and are a key indicator of ecosystem health. So the government outlawed killing raptors in 1954, but they still die. Well, so here we are in butt number five on a classic driven grouse moor in West Persia. As you can hear, it's constructed of wood. It's about four feet tall and it's on three sides with vegetation built over one side. Logan Steele, a member of the Scottish Raptor Study Group, joined us on the moor in one of the butts where hunters stand as the birds are driven over them to shoot. So in April 2019, we had two golden eagles, both satellite tagged, disappearing within about an hour and a half of each other, just here. The disappearance of birds of prey indicates a degree of illegal activity on these grouse moors. The story is that we have on this ground here driven grouse shooting which is a business which is dependent upon turning out large numbers of grouse to shoot in the autumn. And it's why high levels of persecution continue with birds of prey. The net effect of this is that in the east and southeast of Scotland, where grouse shooting is predominant, we have large swathes of ground, wholly appropriate and suitable for birds like the hen, and golden eagle, but they are regionally extinct. Steele describes the international impact of these crimes. It is a form of coaching. And it is a bit rich for people in the Western countries, and the UK included, to preach to third-world countries about the persecution and poaching of their animals and birds. So I don't think we're much better, quite frankly. It certainly damages our credibility when we come to talk. I mean, we've had members of the royal family recently talking about widespread wildlife crime um, overseas, where in actual fact it's happening on their own very back door. Poison used to be the preferred way to kill raptors, but satellite tagging made it easier for conservationists to find bodies and prove a crime. So Ian Thompson says the criminals changed to shooting, which is easier to conceal as bodies and tags can be quickly disposed of. They now use other methods, particularly traps and probably most importantly guns. And we see from satellite tagging data that numerous birds of prey are killed at night. 
when satellite transmissions from tags that have been functioning perfectly well, as you would expect, suddenly inexplicably stop. And what's that showing is that these birds are being taken out at roost sites, probably detected using thermal imaging equipment, and then, of course, the evidence is destroyed. A shot bird falls in front of you, so you're able to tidy up afterwards, and the chances of your crime being detected are very, very slim. Satellite tagging still provides what Thompson says is evidence of crimes. A study of 131 tagged eagles found almost a third disappeared all on or around grouse moors. But without a crime scene, the criminals can't be identified and prosecuted. We're up here today on a blowy afternoon on top of a moorland near Dunkeld. We're walking through heather at the moment. The grouse like to live in the heather because that is both where they feed on the young heather and then they can hide in the longer heather. Tim Baines is a director of Scottish Land and Estates, the organisation for landowners, including those with grouse moors. He refutes the accusations. Some people would suggest that there is more raptor killing going on, but actually there's very little evidence of it. It's an absolute classic case of this where a satellite tag on a bird stops working even if no corpse or satellite tag or anything is found some people will assume that is a crime it comes down to what evidence is available and how you interpret it estate owners view the situation through the lens of their own interests but there is unarguable evidence of poaching such as was found at this gorge on the river Bran. On this bridge, the air is filled with spray as peaty brown water roars down the rocks. A young eagle disappeared and its tag stopped transmitting a few miles upstream from here in 2016. Ian Thompson describes the follow-up from 2020. A member of the public had been walking beside the river and came across a metal package. It was soft lead roofing sheeting. Inside he found this object with the contact details of the tag operator on it. When we looked at the tag, we managed to establish that that was the bird that went missing four years ago, just a few miles up the river from here. And what clearly had happened was that the eagle had been killed, as we suspected. The person responsible had cut the tag off the bird, wrapped it in lead sheeting and thrown it in the river. Thompson believes tag destruction is common. Because of this, the Scottish Government has now decided that anyone operating a grouse moor must have a licence, which could be withdrawn if there's evidence of crime. Tim Baines accepts that licensing is inevitable, but he adds that grouse moor owners' concerns over raptor numbers must be addressed. There needs to be a balanced approach to it, so if you have too many birds of prey, there has to be some mechanism for managing them to keep them in balance with the prey species. And that's what we're asking government to address, not just to say, well, we're going to licence grouse shooting. And I think this is where there are a lot of parallels with other parts of the world. We need to find these sweet spots where people can be encouraged to look after wildlife, but either they have to be able to make a living out of it or they have to be allowed to do another activity that then pays for that management. The rules for licensing will be decided in 2021. If conservationists prevail, these should give raptors the protection they need to flourish. For DW in Perthshire, Scotland, I'm Richard Baines. DW.